We built it into the schedule. Yes. Uh, we had about a half an hour of technical difficulties. I'm trying to make this work still. <laughs> it's kind of tough. Yeah, I can't hear my own self talk, and it is driving me crazy right now. I can't. I do not enjoy this feeling. I think this is going to work, though, for like... I think it will. I'm going one one ear in, one ear out at this point. Yeah, this is good content. This is good content so far. Because, you know, in our last... In in the first record we did, Sean, when we just talked for four (laughs) and a half hours about fucking God knows what, uh, I think... When I went through and I listened to the first like hour or so until we stopped to, until we changed like officially changed to like a new topic, yeah. Like, when we were like, okay, we're going to talk yeah. about Han Solo, and it took us fifty minutes to talk to get to it, and then we talk about Han Solo or whatever it was. Uh, I didn't edit out. I was like dicking around. Like there's like one take where we started over. We started recording over because yeah. it was just real bad. <laughs> I was like, you know, what? I'm going to leave this. I'm going to leave both of these in because like why not? I don't know. It's fun. Uh, it's just our motto. Um, you know me. We've worked together. Building the ship as you go is like that's part of my that's part of my style. Yeah, no one's gonna no one's gonna notice this is our motto. That's how they did it in a little film I just rewatched called Face Off. Oh yeah, I haven't seen Face Off in a while. It's awesome though, from what I remember. That prison with the <laughs> magnet boots, which it's which you know that were Super Smash Bros. Props, right? Wait, what's this? Or not Super Smash Bros. Super Mario Bros. Oh my God! Right, the, the Thomper yeah. Stompers. Oh my God! I forgot about that. <laughs> That's so fucking amazing. I. <laughs> All right, listeners. I love the Super Mario Brothers movie like a lot, and the, the the boots that they use in the movie they like they're like jackhammer boots that shoot them up into the sky. It's fucking awesome. Um, and they oh, reuse they them for face-off. Or as, as I like to call <laughs> it, face-slash-off. 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 Face 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 face-slash-off. Face off. Face 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 off. Face I can't even say that. Face-slash-off. Slash-off. Well, I'm off the wagon <laughs> almost nine months. Almost nine months in. Drinking green tea. I'm drinking coffee. Oh, yeah. We're in it for the long haul. We're in it for the long haul. Yeah, uh, I don't think we're gonna do another four and a half hour. I could see this. But we're gonna. T- I could see this getting close to three. Although I, I, I only have like. I don't know. I got good thoughts about these movies, so there's really not going to be much of a debate. Right. <laughs> oh no, I think we're probably. I think both in agreement. Yeah. I think. Well, we'll see. What are we? What are the topics today? Do we so, have anything like? Is there anything else in the news or anything that we should have been talking about too? Um. You can. You. You go. I'm gonna just. I'm gonna go to like fucking cinema blend or some shit and see if there's any anything that we missed. I saw my roommate what my roommate movies? said something about Nolan being interested in doing Bond. Nolan's been saying that for a long time. Yeah. I think the one I think his main caveat with it, ooh, caveat, uh is that he wants to kind of restart um what? Uh, he he wants to kind of have his own uh, bond. Yeah. He wants to like when Daniel Craig's done, he kind of wants to break new ground with like a new person. Yeah, I think I think that's the best move to do too to like make sure people realize that it's different than you know the other ones. It's like yeah, it's like a whole new cast. We got Nolan in doing this thing, and you know. Oh yeah. And he basically yeah, um, Inception. Some of the scenes in Inception were basically like sizzle reel footage for a Bond movie. 
oh, fuck yeah, they are. Inception's off. Yeah. Like, Inception at the very base level is just a really good action movie. Yeah. And, like, when, when people either get all, like, uppity about it or, like, they're like, yeah, I saw it. And it's, like, overrated. I'm like, what? <laughs> or, like, I didn't like it because everyone hypes it up too much. I'm like, when was the last time you watched this movie? I feel like I said this last time. But um, it, it's it's just, like, the Snow Fortress battle. That one in particular. It's, like... That's like every there's like nine James Bond movies that have that scene. Oh, like yeah. they have something like that. You could like a lo- at some point along the way. If someone like spliced in that footage into a Bond movie, no one would notice it was different. Like a Mm-mm. certain in a certain context. Yeah. And also Inception's probably the best action that Nolan's done cuz he's kind of like a his action scenes are kind of weird. Yeah. And like people have I've heard people say that like the the his Dark Knight movies are basically James, like just Bond movies, but with a Batman paint job. Yeah, well, I mean, I've, Bruce Wayne is kind of the American James Bond in pop culture, kind of a way. I would argue that. Yeah, that's a he's an American version. Yeah, kind of. Kind I, of is, a, and he's like cool. Bruce Wayne is. <sighs> He's just well, and also in the sense that like he's played by a lot of different actors and like mm-hmm. you know different eras. Yeah, yeah. It's one of the it's one of the ones that's kind of like it adapts to the times as it goes, and yeah. everybody kind of has their favorite for whatever reason or whatever time. Exactly. There's just obviously more people who were Batman. There's a lot of Batman at this point. Let's go over all the. Let's talk about all the Batman. Adam West, Keaton. R.I.P. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah, that was recent. Yeah. Uh, R.I.P. Adam West. Um, uh, Keaton, Kilmer, Clooney, Kevin Conroy, the voice actor for yeah. Batman the Animated Series. Uh, um, Christy Bale. A little, Christy a little guy named uh, Peter Weller in The Dark Knight Returns Part 1 and 2 cartoon. Robocop, Robocop himself. <laughs> uh He's that I was really excited about, but he can't. He does not nail some of the lines. Like he's no. there's one part where he has to give like this big speech to everybody, and he doesn't really no. nail it. And no, I, I really, really like the Dark Knight Returns book. I read it for the first time like a couple years ago, like recently, because I'm a fucking late adapter to everything. But yeah. the 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 um, two part animated. Like the version of it where they split, like they took the two parts and then put it into a two and a half hour movie. Is fucking awesome. It's so good. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's like a, it's, it's great. epic as shit. Yeah, and like the Superman Batman fight at the end. Spoiler alert. They they just um they like in the comic it's like they kind of beat the shit out of each other like on a street corner, and in this it's like a ten minute extended, needlessly f- extended fight where they go to like a construction site and they're like flying through the air, all this crazy <laughs> stuff. But uh, yeah, Peter Weller did it. It's better than Superman and Batman fighting in a bathroom, though. That's for sure. <laughs> Oh my god! Like that's <laughs> such a fan film kind of move. It really is. Yeah. Um, uh, and then Christian Bale, uh, Ben Affleck, and then Will Arnett. We got to give Will Arnett props. He's I, been here. I, uh, I still haven't Have seen Lego s- Batman. No, I was gonna oh, watch oh it on god. the plane. I was gonna watch it on the plane, and I was like, this is gonna be on HBO in like a month. So, and I'm like tight on cash. So, I would assume it's gonna be on HBO within like a couple months. Yeah. Uh, it's. We, I feel like we talked about this last time, but um, I saw this movie. This is kind of a lame story about me. I saw this movie in theaters, and I've been seeing a lot more movies just by myself just because it's like I can't rope people into like seeing shit, basically. Or I'm like, yeah. hey, does anybody want to go see Lego Batman in 3D with me? I'm 24 years old. Um, it's a harder sell. Harder sell. 
it, it, like, yeah, you can have as many drugs before as you want. I don't give a shit. I just want to go see this movie. So I ended <laughs> up, I ended up seeing it on a day uh, uh, when I had a day off on like a Tuesday. Um, uh, when the movie was out, I had a dentist appointment that day. And right after the dentist appointment, I fe- or right before or right after I found out that like the next couple of days I was going to the only town in New Jersey named after Wal- named by Waluigi, New Jersey. Uh, <laughs> terrible joke. The, uh, so I was like really frustrated about that. I was like, oh, man, like now I have to go to this place. Fucking I'm just going to go see Lego Batman by myself today. It also happened to be <laughs> Valentine's Day. <laughs> So I saw (laughs) Lego Batman by myself in 3D on Valentine's Day at like eight o'clock. And I was I would have I was like fine with it. I've seen animated movies by myself before. Kung Fu Panda 3 is like an example. I feel like I told that story last time. Um, You did. I remember that. I was listening to our podcast that we just recorded. And it's like that's what it's like starts one of the new ones. That's (laughs) That's like the story. (laughs) Great. Wait, have you been editing those? Yeah. Thank God. Uh, quick tangent yeah. before I finish this Lego Batman story. Um, last weekend was the 4th of July weekend, and I spent, I had five days off. I spent a lot of Friday and Saturday listening back to all these dip- I listened to like an hour or so of our record, and then three episodes of my other podcast I needed to go through and kind of like make sure they're good. So I had basically spent two days listening to myself talk for like an entire afternoon. I was, it put me in the weirdest fucking heads. I was like, God, I just, I just don't want to listen to that guy anymore. <laughs> that guy's the worst. <laughs> but anyway, um, so thank you so Who's much. Who's this guy is? Uh, yeah, yeah. I haven't even really listened to them. I just like split them into the four episodes that it's like That's three hour, do. hour and change. And then the Transformers is like a half hour. Yeah. Um, that's good. I thought it was way longer than it actually was. Well, yeah, it's like a half hour. So it's a half an hour there, and then on my other podcast. Just like the movie, it probably seems a lot longer than it actually Exactly. Is. So it's a half an hour there, and then on my other po- podcast, we talk about it for an hour 53, I think. <laughs> so I have about two hours and 25 minutes of me talking about this movie, which is, which is I think, Exactly just, how long. I think it's just shy. I think the, I think the new one's like no, I, 2.35, I like, two hours 35? No, it's... I think it's like two twenty something. Okay. I think you might just eclipse it. You know, fine. I. Mm. <laughs> it's probably better than the that movie. That makes me sad. It might be. I don't know. The I'm gonna plug the the episode eleven. <laughs> I think of Andrew makes a case podcast. Uh, the Transformers five. The last night. Transfivemers. Uh, the last night episode. Transfivemers. Um, is I don't know. It's a it's a really good one. I go through a very emotional journey through that episode. I'm gonna plug that one. Um, don't ma- I also yeah. yeah we uh, we've had this conversation too, and I we didn't have it when we actually talked about Transformers. Me and Andrew think they're taking they're missing huge opportunities to fit the numbers into the title. Oh yeah, Transformers especially Transformers. They should have had trans and then four, and then that'd be like hilarious. And then that they missed the, the opportunity thing to fit the S about the fourth movie. Yeah, because the fourth movie is basically <laughs> just like if it was just a butthole, just saying fuck you for two hours and forty five minutes, it would have been the same thing. So just naming it trans. Transformers is like why not? Um, <laughs> it's a missed opportunity. Yeah. So anyway, Valentine's Day, I'm alone seeing Lego <laughs> Batman in 3D, and I would have been completely fine and like secure with myself like doing this. Except the whole point of the movie is that it's so great to do things with friends and family, and like Batman shouldn't be such a loner, <laughs> even if he chooses. And I was like, oh, f-. I was kind of like looking around, just like oh fuck, like. Uh, 
this is really bumming me out. Like, uh, I don't know. It, it's good. It's it's one of the best spoof movies to come out in the longest time. Like, they don't do spoof movies anymore, and it's the close. It's like the closest in terms of like just gag after gag, just specifically Batman, but also using the property. Ah, uh, that's good. It's cool. Um, so looking at it through that lens, it's it's worth seeing. Uh, but just make sure you watch it with friends and family because otherwise you can't roll up. I got to see it, yeah. Well, that's maybe it's good. I didn't watch it on the plane then. We just got real bummed. <laughs> I would have been like, oh, yeah. man. Me and Andrew both had horrible experiences watching Michael <laughs> Batman. <laughs> that's why. Okay. Do you think anyone's still listening? <laughs> <laughs> they're like, I thought they were going to talk about Baby Driver and oh, Spider-Man. Is that what we're doing? Which is what we actually, okay. yeah. I think we should do back-to-back. Me do an hour on Baby Driver, Let's hour on Spider-Man, do two do episodes right today. Fact. Let's talk about... Edgar Wright's fifth or maybe sixth film, Baby Driver. If he apparently has Cornetto trilogy, Scott Pilgrim. And Scott I think Pilgrim. he has one that's like a smaller, maybe like student film or something like that. It's called like A Fistful of Fingers. I've never seen it. I've only just heard about it like since Baby Driver came out. So I I don't know. I don't know anything okay. about it. But well, he did apparently shoot like a sizzle reel for Baby Driver. That's apparently I just found this out the other day. It's in the movie, like when they're flipping through channels. He like has like what? a clip from the original short film or something. That he, it's like a proof of concept he shot for this movie like ten years That's ago really or something. Cool. He's really good. At I, I don't I don't know the validity of it. Someone someone told me. I think my Devin mm. told me that friend of the yesterday. friend of the show. So I got a yeah friend of the show. Friend my also my roommate and uh, former. Uh, Former worker, I, he was an actor in my thesis, and also uh, yeah, he's, he's thesis had, too. he had the most important <laughs> the garbage role man. in Barricade. <laughs> <laughs> the Deus Ex Machina. Oh boy. Anyway, uh, <laughs> overall, Sean, what did you think of Baby Driver? Uh, probably my favorite movie this summer so far, if not of the year. Interesting. Um. I I just as much as great as the superhero movies have been this year so far, mm-hmm. um, I just it's just a nice breath of fresh air to like not have to let's look at CGI all like for two hours. Like there, there wasn't like any CGI in this movie. I don't think there. If anything, it's what Edgar Wright uses CGI best for, and I feel like he like took it to such an extreme in Scott Pilgrim that he's mastered it, which is kind of like just adding. I feel like it's like digital set dressing. I feel like some of the stuff in the, like the um, long take at the beginning, I feel like some had of the graffiti to be, and stuff probably. was probably digital. Um, just kind of digital paint and stuff like that, like on the wall. But but, yeah. but the bottom line is it, he, the scene, the actual car chase scenes were all practical. Mm-hmm. I didn't think, and I, I didn't see anything that stuck out to me as like mm, that looks fake. Yeah, none of it. None there of it was looks really fake. there's yeah. no crazy. There's, like, a bunch of crazy stunts. But I think I just burped right in the microphone. I think there's not, like, um, any crazy kind of, uh, uh, like, no way could he ever pull that off. There's, there's stuff where it's, like, I, it's more I can't believe he just pulled that off opposed to no way he could never pull that off. You know, you know It's very I mean? much all grounded in reality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, yeah. It's, it's really good. Without, it's being a gritty, without being a gritty movie at all. It's like the least gritty movie I've ever seen yeah. in the last like ten years. It's so yeah. much fun and like very like not. It's a movie like it's a production. There's like mm-hmm. you know, like one it's writer. Not like 
no shaky camera, like big big shots, big production, but like also small in the same way. Yeah, it's it's a very much they don't make them like this anymore, and yes. I'm gonna go back on tra- don't. to Transformers for a second, where when in its first weekend. <laughs> It's first weekend, Baby Driver beat Transformers 5 in its second weekend, which is, that's fucking huge. It yeah. really is. Because yeah. just inexplicably, the Transformers movies just make nonstop money. I talked about this on my other podcast, I don't give a shit. But the, uh, this has been very reaffirming <laughs> for me. The, um, it had like, Transformers also had like an 80% drop in China in its second weekend, which is like wow. fucking great. So those are on the way out. That, that, like, Good for people that don't like Transformers movies. Yeah, or they're gonna get new blood in, and maybe they'll make a good one. Because <laughs> they're not, we're not done with them. They're going to make more, um, which is the sad thing. Each one's made a, a couple of them made a billion dollars. That's enough to make a couple more movies. Uh, the, but Baby Driver though, Edgar Wright's movies haven't always made a ton of money, and the fact that this is like smaller, it's got names in it, but nobody who's really like crazy big stars or anything like that and it's really just coming from one filmmaker who just resume alone is like reason enough to see this and the fact that it's doing really really well in the box office and everything else is like it's awesome it's just really it's got refreshing. staying power it does it's doing really it's it's got still like staying stan it's already made back its I, think budget. It's, I think it's still in the top five too it's probably in the top three because Despicable Me. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman might even still be in the top five too. It might be. Transformers is probably still in there. Wonder Woman. We can l- easily look this up. Despicable Me. I know. I, uh, Internet. Yeah. I'm gonna go on Box Office Mojo. Yeah, do that. It, Please sponsor us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I use your website almost daily. Oh my god! It's like uh, we could just do what the worst idea of all time guys do and just keep bringing them up and uh, and try and get them to pay us money. Um, Weekend actual Spider Man hundred and seventeen million, Despicable Good. Me three thirty three million, Baby Driver thirteen, only thirty six percent drop from last weekend. That's Wonder Woman nine incredible. thirty, Wonder Woman still number four nine million thirty seven percent drop. Uh, Transformers six million sixty two percent drop. <laughs> it only made six million uh, in its third. Oh yeah. my god, I love this. I, it's one yeah, of the worst yeah, things. It's pretty bad. It's really one of the worst movies I've ever seen. The Oh, fuck. Baby Driver, yeah. Baby Driver is in its uh, in its third week now. Wonder Woman's in its sixth week. That's pretty impressive. That is good. Um, Wonder Woman definitely has already made way more money than Man of Steel for sure. It's almost it. It could potentially make more money than Batman v Superman if it stays a little. Longer. It should just kind of to be like this, you know, just tell one story. Yeah, <laughs> keep it keep it simple. Tell guys. one story and not the beginning of twelve stories or whatever the fuck was going to roll on. it into. <laughs> to roll in another movie news, they said that they potentially might be setting Wonder Woman two in the eighties, which I'm pretty on board for. It'd be fun. That'd be that'd really be a lot fun. of fun. I think they should do more time period. I like when superhero movies are in different time periods. X Men movies well, have done a good X Men First Class. Days yeah. of Future Past does it okay in the seventies. Apocalypse really fucked fucking fucked itself in the eighties. It was like why. It was the one. I think the next one is supposed to take place in the '90s, but I think Apocalypse just made me be like, "Who cares about like? Don't have. I don't think. Well, they're doing doing Dark Phoenix. Yeah, and everyone's gonna. Everyone finally has the suits, but like, my big thing with uh, Apocalypse was everybody's apparently finally gonna get the suits in this one. It's gonna be the '80s. Everyone's gonna get the classic looks, and Hugh Jackman shows up for no reason. 
And it was like the one time <laughs> where I feel like they could have gotten him in the classic yellow suit and then he didn't. And also like, why yeah. wasn't he one of the horsemen? Cause like, it's one of the last times he's being Wolverine kind of make him evil, which it kind of didn't Logan. Yeah. It's one of the, I don't know, whatever. Fuck, fuck those. Fuck X-Men Apocalypse. <laughs> fuck that movie. Uh, they, they're just making the franchise more and more confusing, but then they'll just come out with a thing with, like, Logan and just totally redeem themselves. Yeah, that's a, and, like, Legion. The TV show Legion was really good, too. Apparently it's really good. Yeah, I gotta oh, watch good. it. No. They're doing really good standalone stuff. But, uh, anyway, Baby Driver. <laughs> um, BD. BD. Uh, I, I liked it a lot. I, I, it's an Edgar Wright movie, so I need to go see it again, basically. But I don't yeah, know yeah. if I... Love, love, loved it. I don't think it's my favorite out of his movies. I think it's more towards the bottom, but like being the worst mm. Edgar Wright movie, I don't think it is. But being like at the bottom of that pile is still like high praise. I don't even know how I rank rank all of them. Yeah. I haven't rewatched the Cornetto movies or Scott Pilgrim in a little while. I meant to, but I've just not had the fucking time. Um, I do like Sp- Scott Pilgrim too. a lot. Too, I, f- I feel personal. like if I go back and rewatch yeah. it, though, I feel for some reason I feel like I'm not going to like it as much. And it feels like a lot longer. Like it's a, it feels like a mm-hmm. long movie because there's like nine, almost like nine parts, seven parts because there's seven seventy boxes. Yeah. Well, sick. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's just like it feels like it's a yeah, long. It is a long movie. Yeah. Uh, Baby Driver feels long as well, but part. <laughs> Partially for that, for me, I remember looking online and seeing that the movie was only supposed to be 90 minutes. I feel like I saw that a bunch of places, and I was like, fuck, Edgar Wright's doing a tight 90 about a getaway driver that loves music? Tight 90 on that? That's going to be just boom, 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 fucking hit after hit. It's going to be amazing. And so when it kind of slows down in the middle, I was like, okay, this is fucking take forever. Uh, and then it was like after I saw it, I was like, "Oh, it's like two hours." Okay, I don't know. That yeah. kind of so again. That was like one thing. Like it definitely sags in the middle. It probably could have, yeah, it could have benefited probably from being like ten minutes shorter, yes. ten fifteen. I agree, shorter. but then I don't know if some of the payoff, if all of the payoff that happened. I think the last act is stellar. Uh, I yeah. So there's some weird choices in it, but like I don't hate them. I think they're made for clear reasons um but like i don't know if 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 it didn't slow down like that i don't know if it would if everything would have landed the same way like you need like uh-huh. full spoilers at this point um obviously uh the should we just like go through the movie i feel like i saw this like the Friday it came out. This was like two weeks ago at this point. I ha- yeah, it's I kind of this is a little stale for me too. So I got to have to. Scene all right, so the first, great. I, it really it sets you awesome. up for the movie where <laughs> it's just him sitting in the car and he's a getaway driver for a bunch of bank robbers. It's it's the Punisher, John Barenthal, uh John Hamm, and his real hot girlfriend, and they all like get out uh, of the car, and it's really clear where it's like you kind of you're watching you're like is this kind of timed up to the music. They kind of open the doors and like do head turns and close the doors like to the beat of the song and stuff like that. Like it's timed in really coordinated. Mm. It's perfect. Which I, I got to look it's up the, the bell song. bottom. It's the bell bottom. It's a good I bought song. the album. It's great. The album's it's really yeah. dangerous to drive to. Cause there's a couple songs where I'm just kind of like, Oh, I'm going 70. Uh, the, yeah. yeah. So like, that's oh, the thing. Yeah. This movie's basically a musical, which is 
fucking awesome. I've always wanted to do a, some of the things that this movie does. I've always wanted to do an action movie musical because, like, I think there's enough parallels there where you could do something interesting. Uh, and one of the things I've always wanted where I'm like, you could just have, like, the hits and, like, the gunfire and stuff like that timed into, like, the music. Like, that's part of the percussion or whatever. And this movie does that. And it's awesome. Yeah. It, like, when they shoot and it's to the beat of the song... It, they don't, they never, it never is played to the point where it becomes a gimmick. You never get too much of it, and you're, you always want a little bit more of it, which is mm. awesome. It's like a measure or two of the song. It'll be like a, a, yeah. an eight beat like section of it where it would just be like, and then it would like go back into like yeah. the rest of the gunfire. Yeah, exactly. Like they, uh, there's a shootout to tequila and I feel like there's like a tequila. Yeah. 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 It happens at the end with Hocus Pocus too. Oh man. Hocus Pocus was like the icing on the cake. You were saying Hocus Pocus was the one song you wanted in this movie, right? Like before, I mine was yeah. the song "Radar Love," and but I, I think those songs on the, on the album they're oh, back yeah. to back, um, which is great. Uh, yeah, in the they, movie I think too. they're back to back uh, in the he, movie. When he too. like steals a car after he's yeah. like a heist goes wrong, and he's there's this awesome foot chase to, uh, set to the song "Hocus Pocus," and it's just him running around, and he steals another yeah. car, and the like. There's a really good long take where it just kind of like follows this woman like reacting to like getting her car stolen, and he throws out like her bag, and he's really nice to her, and then she's like she's hiding, and she looks around the corner, and she's like, "What the hell?" And he's adjusting the radio, he's trying to find any song just to pump him up, and then he lands on "Radar Love." In the theater, I went, "Oh!" I was like clapping, I was like, "Yes, yes!" I was like, "This was the one song I wanted." I was, I. I was reacting really viscerally and excitedly throughout this movie. There's a couple in in ways that I think Arrival was the last time where that really happened. And like the Marvel movies, Spider-Man and Guardians, I feel like I was really like reacting and engaged with. But um, something about Mm. Arrival, I remember in the middle part of Arrival, I remember just being I said at the movie at one point, I was like, what? Like. There's a part where every all the world leaders kind of stop communicating with each other and are basically deciding to, like, attack all the aliens or whatever. Spoiler, have you seen Arrival? Yeah, I saw it. Okay, good. Uh, the uh, And the, the one part where they yeah. just shut down all the video screens and they're not going to talk to each other, I was sitting in the theater. I was yeah. like, oh, no, oh, my God, no, why are you just, like, I was, like, so upset. <laughs> I was like, why are you doing this? Um and like, it gets that reaction that they yeah. want from the audience. I was though. so like, engaged. Like, oh, like, yeah. it's, like, it's like dramatic uh, the, and irony. The ticking time bomb scene. It's the, the scene in Arrival where the sol- like a couple soldiers go rogue and they put a ticking time bomb. There's full spoilers for Arrival. Uh, they put a ticking time bomb in the the. <laughs> I think we should put spoiler yeah. warning in our title of our podcast. Like Sean and Sean and Andrew talk and about always movies and sometimes spoil other them. stuff. Spoilers <laughs> all the time. Uh, <laughs> and then, uh, but yeah, so there's a ticking time bomb in the half of the room where the humans can go in, and the other half of the room, all the aliens are there, and they watch them put this bomb in, and they haven't broken the communication barrier yet. So the aliens are trying to be like, they're like banging on this wall, trying to be like, boom, boom, like trying to get Amy Adams and Jeremy Renner's attention being like, there's a fucking bomb in here and they can't do it. And then it's just like ticking down. I was like, holy shit. It's really tense. It's, it's, it's good. It, yeah. It's very simple, tense scene. Um, 
Anyway, ba- Baby Driver, though, uh, there's, yeah, there's a... Very visceral reaction. Yeah. Let's talk about, just a tangent off of that, let's talk about how great Jamie Foxx is in this movie. Uh, oh, yeah. Always. He's always, like, he's just one of the, he's like Kevin Spacey. Like, every time you're, you see them in something, you're like, they're going to be great. Like, they just own everything that they're in, whether it's, like, being Motherfucker Jones and Horrible Bosses so or Ray or Django or, uh, or whatever, uh, you know. Max like, Dillon. He just always brings electrician it. electrician Max Dillon walking <laughs> down the street with his blueprints and it's my birthday. It's my birthday. <laughs> I'm Electro. The fuck are you talking about? Oh, God. That's that's probably the only misstep in his career, and I I would you pass up a Spider Man villain role? Probably not. Oh no no no! I wouldn't even call that a misstep. That's like he's everyone's allowed. Like he has his Oscar. Yeah. He's good in everything. He's he a, like cash his paychecks now. And yeah, like I'm trying to think of like some other ones. Like Jeremy Irons has like the uh, uh, Dungeons and Dragons where he's like fucking absurd in uh, Aragon too. Isn't he in Aragon? He's not ridiculous in that movie. Uh, okay. um, that movie is ridiculous. Uh, it is ridiculous. <laughs> uh, pretty much every prestige actor who popped up in Jupiter Ascending, specifically Eddie Redmayne, uh, there's like a bunch of them where it's just kind of like people, like they, you're allowed to do, even fucking Paul Giamatti in Amazing Spider-Man 2, who's like yeah. the best part. Um, he's allowed to be that ridiculous. Every- <laughs> Everyone in Gods of Egypt was aware of what they were doing. Mm, except Gerard Butler, maybe. Who knows? Yeah. But, like, <laughs> who knows with that guy? Uh, but, yeah, Kevin Spacey is also in Baby Driver. He was really good, too. He's amazing. And, uh, I mean, it's, yeah. it's the same thing. with Him and Jamie Foxx, you just, like, they always bring it. John Hamm, arguably the same, too. Like, he's funny. He could be, like, he could do comedies. He could do action movies. He could do dramas. Yeah. I, like, he could pop up in Wet Hot, be hilarious. And Oh, then, shit. <laughs> oh, I forgot. <laughs> I forgot he was in the Wet Hot show. Yeah. I, just re- I just rewatched it. I should do that because the new – when's the new um, season come out? Quick spot. August 4th. August 4th. Shit, I should be doing that. Oh, there's too much TV. Yeah. August is jam-packed uh, Netflix-wise, I feel. I feel like there's a lot of uh, stuff. They just announced uh, Stranger Things is October 27th, too. And Stranger Things Season 2, I'm going to go on record saying, I bet is going to upset most people. I do not yeah. think Season 2 is going to be good. Um, but They're going to overdo it. It already looks like they're like doing typical sequel, like everything's bigger. Yeah. You thought the Demogorgon was bad? Check out the size of this one. Check out, <laughs> check out <laughs> this thing. There's a big spider from the sky. Yeah, I don't... <laughs> yeah, but, like, that's... They're probably going to go too much lore with it or something. I don't know. I, I feel like they're going to make well, small yeah. things too big. Because, like, Stranger Things was... We're, not, we're supposed to be talking about Baby Driver. Um, <laughs> and other stuff... <laughs> Stranger Things was like good, but I feel like it was really because last summer was such a drought. Like there was such a drought of quality, just just movies. Well, it, was, it was game. It was Game of Thrones and Stranger Things. That's what it was. Yeah. That was what like everyone was raving about because we had Battle of the Bastards last Dude, year. I'm in the middle of. I I was just telling Sean. I uh, I've been watching season six of Game of Thrones. I wanted to watch a couple more seasons, but I didn't have. I just didn't give myself enough time. Fuck, season six is so good. I forgot the giant popped up in like the second episode, and he he is just my favorite character. He's the man. I'm I'm gonna yeah. be real, real sad again in a couple episodes. But like <laughs> somebody shoots him with an arrow in his first appearance, and he just turns around and just grabs him by the leg and just 
taps him against the wall. He gives him a giant tap, which makes his head explode against the wall, and then he just chucks him across the room, and he's like, anyone else? It's a fucking man. <laughs> um, oh, RIP 1-1. So, yeah. <laughs> Baby driver. <laughs> Jamie Foxx. Baby Fox is so fucking good in this movie. He's such an asshole. His name's Bats. And in the opening scene, John Parenthal is like, he's kind of the crazy asshole of the group. Um, And his last line is like, if you don't see me again, I'm dead. And then you never see him again. Uh, (laughs) And he's the one who's like in the beginning, he's like giving baby. Baby is the main character. His name's Baby. He's giving him like a hard time. He's just like, oh, what? You just listen to music? You just love driving, huh, kid? And he's just giving him shit. Uh, and he's really annoying. He's trying to like, he's trying to get a read on him yeah. too. Like, cause he genuinely doesn't, like, it, Baby's kind of a mysterious character for, for a, lot a lot of the, of the movie. movie. You don't know a lot about him. And he's just kind yeah. of, he puts on like a mask when he goes into the heist mode. He keeps his earphones in. He listens to music he, when they're discussing the heist, but he's still listening to what they're going to do. He has sunglasses on at all times, and he just kind of doesn't really engage with anybody, and he doesn't want anybody to know about any of his personal life or anything like that. He's very Spider-Man-ish in that kind of way. Like, he has a secret identity <laughs> and an old uncle or whatever yeah. that uh, deaf guy was. Um uh, foster father. Oh, is that what it's supposed to be? Oh, that's cool. Is yeah, that it, makes sense. Yeah, it's his foster. Yeah, father. that makes sense. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, and and then like, yeah. So his foster father is deaf. So there's chunks of the movie where he speaks in um, sign. Uh, there's just sign language conversations. So like, this whole movie is basically about the joy of movement, like at least purely on a visual level, mm. and I really like that about it. Um, but anyway, back to the you you could. This, it's like one of those movies that like, the, it's it, it can almost have the a worldwide appeal of like a Transformers because what they're saying doesn't really matter, and like it's yeah. it's all about like the music and the editing and everything being like there's an ebb and flow to it all it. with so it can have. It can have that, like, there's really no language barrier mm-hmm. of this movie yeah. appeal to, like, what foreign yeah. audiences. And, like, the jokes aren't, like, the, I mean, the jokes aren't, like, pivotal to the movie. I mean, there are a lot of good moments, really but, good. like, there are also a lot of, like, physical yeah. moments, too. A lot of the jokes are just kind of, like, wor- wordplay kind of exchanges that, like, I don't, I don't know how some yeah. of those would uh, trans... Mozart with a go-kart. <laughs> some of that, yeah. I'm no-nos. No one knows the no-nos, whatever that bit was, with fucking Flea. <laughs> flea pops up. With flea. As one of the criminals. Um, yeah. One of the best IMDb resumes also. <laughs> okay, let's... Uh, off the top of my head. Off let's the top go through of the, my flea, head, the Flea filmography. Um, Back to Future 1 name? and 2, Big Lebowski, he, Wild uh, Thornberries. Need- I was He's like, Needles. Is his name Noodles? There's no way his name is Noodles. <laughs> <laughs> but also, his name might be Noodles. Um, yeah, Wild Thornberry is this. It's I don't close. know he's in Big Lebowski. Is he one of the Nihilists? Yeah, he's one of the he's one of the guys that puts uh, Jeff Bridges' yeah. head in the toilet. I think and, it's like, the Nihilists. Rug. Yeah, yeah, and I think he shows up again at the end of the movie too. Yeah, when Donnie has his heart attack. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so yeah, he's he's got a that's, pretty good resume. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> he's in very good great. movies. <laughs> uh, what are you, chicken? Um, <laughs> uh, the um, yeah. So McFly, McFly. But uh, so John Barenthal is like an <laughs> asshole at the beginning, and then Jamie Foxx shows up, and he's just 
even worse. He's worse in every way with everybody who he deals with. Like Jamie Foxx, his name's Bats, and he's like, I'm cr- I'm the crazy one. You can't figure me out. He kills one person, usually for no reason, on each job that they're doing, and always makes things worse. He fucking hates Baby, uh, and, like, Baby starts romancing, like, uh, this waitress who he's just, like, immediately in love with. And, like, what you were saying where it's kind of like a universal sort of language film it's so simple it's like a story that's been told a thousand times about a guy in a criminal underworld he's got two wives and he loves the girl and he wants to yeah. like, run away with her it's a super it's like a superhero almost yeah, he's really peter parker-ish in like a lot of ways where but like also people like his i like that his foster father knew his kind of secret identity like he knew what he was doing and he didn't approve of it but he he was confined to a wheelchair and deaf like what what can he do about it? He still takes care of him, and he like it's not completely ruining him. And he know like he knows that he's a good kid, and like that. There's a lot of warmth there. That was good. I like their their relationship was really good, um, and like not ever explained because yeah. like you said, I or like I said, I didn't even know like was he his uncle? Who was this guy? Um, and even they yeah. can share music together where he'll touch the um, speaker. And kind of get the vibrations and stuff like that. And, like, he'll be like, oh, I like this. Like, it's it's cool. Um, real visual. Yeah, yeah it's it, real cool. And, like, the way Baby moves around in the apartment Dancing. and, like, in other places. Like, the way he moves around mm. the space is really cool. And, like, how just the blocking of, like, it, like really you said, is. it's like a musical. It's good. It's very immersed. But again, yeah. like, as good as everything is, it really lulls at points. And, like, everyone's on point. And I, I feel it, 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 it. I was listening to a review of it last night, and they kind of compared it to a Tarantino movie, where I feel like it's, like, a lot of cool style. And then it kind of builds and builds and builds tension wise. And there's some really good tension scenes. Like, the, anything in the diner in the second half of the movie, when, like, babies with any of the criminals. Uh, and uh, Deborah, the woman he loves at the diner, who's fucking Lily James, is f- so beautiful. She's so beautiful in this movie. Uh, she's yeah. really good too. I thought she did a really good. She's doing like a s- kind of stock almost. Um, like I'm just a small town Georgia waitress, honey. Like she kind of does. Like <laughs> yeah. Um, I thought she was really good, and they they have an instant kind of rapport, and like he's clearly really interested in her, and like she just sees something in him like there's it's kind of like an instant they just kind of like each other kind of thing um and flirtatious exactly but it doesn't and where things kind of go as it as the movie i feel like i'm jumping all over the place i know i am but i feel like as the movie well it's hard to like it's hard to recall the movie it's been a couple weeks since we've both seen it so like there's only like i'd probably have to rewatch it to give a more clear Exactly. Review. And again, it's an Edgar Wright movie. It's good. Movie. Go see it. And it's, yeah, I kind of do want to see it again. I want to see both of these movies that we were going to talk about today again, to be completely honest, um, like yeah. in theaters, and I'll be completely fine with that. But the, uh, I don't know, I guess what I'm trying to say is it's good, but I, like, I, there's certain things in it where it's like it does slow down. It is, it becomes real conventional in a lot of, pla- in a lot of places, but the last third of it, really has some twists and turns. Like, Jamie Foxx is such a fucking asshole. He basically finds out who his love interest is and wants to... He threatens to kill her, and on their last job, uh, he's giving Baby a lot of shit, and Baby's parked behind this pickup truck with it has all this construction equipment in it, and it's got this just... It's all these, like, bars of rebar sticking out the back of it, and they they 
they rush into the they're robbing a post office and John Hamm, his girlfriend and Jamie Foxx all go in and they uh, do, do the heist. And then they come back out and there's a, a teller woman who baby had met once and he sees her and she makes makes eye contact. She's like, oh, hey, how you doing? And like while he's sitting in the car in the back and he just kind of give like mean mugs at her and he just shakes his head like, no, she's confused, kind of hears there's a commotion, goes get goes to get a security guard. Security guard comes out and he's like, "What the hell are you doing?" Criminals come out. Jamie Fox doesn't even hesitate and just blows this dude away. Uh, and he gets in the car and he's like, "Come on, you gotta fucking go!" And baby's like, "No!" And baby's just looking at him. Jamie Fox like punches him in the face. He's got one sunglasses lens in and he's just like really fucking like glaring at him. He's like, "You gotta go, go forward, go!" And baby just slams the car into the fucking parked truck in front of him. The rebar impales Jamie Fox. I, you, you know, it's coming when you see him pull up behind this, you're like, oh, fuck, I think he's going to drive into that and kill Jamie Foxx or like, <laughs> and then he does it. I, oh my God. I, in theaters, I was like, oh, holy shit. Like I was so, it was so It was so fucking worth, it was so earned and good, and it's the only time. Baby, before then, he hadn't killed anybody on any of these jobs. He never wanted to, but like, Jamie Fox is such a dark, despicable character that like, he, if it's justified, like Jamie Fox has killed somebody. Oh yeah. Each time he's like, they were going to buy guns yeah. from somebody, and Jamie Fox starts a shootout because he's a fucking idiot, um, and like, which screws over Kevin Spacey big time. So it's like, why? It's kind of weird. Like they're kind of like f- stuck with the guy after a certain point, but like. There's moments like that, and the movie builds that up so gradually to the point where it's like when it finally happens, it's like, oh, it's so good. Uh, I would, I've been trying to say that for like 20 minutes of this discussion, basically, at this point. Um, I, that one moment was, it, it's like worth the entire, like everything is so masterly, masterfully built then, and they, they don't even like, Hitchcock's rule it like it's just kind of like it's kind of like a thing that you definitely see that there's all this metal sticking there but they don't like hang on it yeah. it's yeah I, I when it was one of those things where I, I I remember they show a shot of it but I didn't really think anything like I just thought it was a like a a thing to place the car so you know like where what they're doing and so when it happened I was like kind of shocked and I was just like it was another one of those I this was a movie where I audibly said oh shit multiple times in multiple different ways for multiple different mm-hmm. reasons um like when that happened I was like oh shit yeah like, I, I was like Christ. oh shit like oh my god <laughs> can we can we just pause? I got to pee so bad. Then can we just do um, uh, oh All shit right, moments? Yeah. Like I think that's the next thing we got to talk about. I'm sorry. They, like there's definitely momentum here, but I'm gonna fucking piss my pants. Green tea. I remember you texted me. And you're like, there's like four or five like real good oh shit moments or something like that. You're like, there's a bunch of them. So just yeah. what, what are some of the other ones for you? Because Jamie Fox was the biggest one for for me. Definitely Jamie Fox. Um, another oh shit, but for a different reason was when Hocus Pocus started playing because right. I've I've always loved driving to that song. Uh, <laughs> Uh, ever since uh, I was shown El Depa, my buddy Chris Klein showed me that junior year of college, and I was Wait. like, "The song is amazing." When you say Chris Klein, do you mean Star of Street Fighter to the Legend of Chun Li? Chris Chris Klein? <laughs> you talking about my main man Ox? Ox. <laughs> 
American Pie. Yeah. Uh, uh, Dinkleman from uh, oh, Just does, Friends. Dusty Dinkleman. Honestly, Dinkleman. His, his best role probably. Unless oh, it's, it's amazing. Ox. Ox is pretty good, but like he's the <laughs> he fucking He plays worst. a dick so well. He, he plays a dick so well in he that does. movie. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Uh, our buddy Chris Klein uh, that I went to college with, he uh, he showed me that song, and like I always, whenever I'm on a drive and I can't think of anything to play, and I'm like in the mood to like crank it up, I always play that song. And then th- that song plays like right as he goes on a foot chase. So I was like, oh, this is used in like a very different way. Oh, it's right and after he kills Jamie Fox because they all yeah. they have to get out of the car. And they split up. Yeah, there's another so really like good to, one in this moment. It's like back-to-back yeah. back, oh shit moments. It's like, oh shit, oh shit. <laughs> that whole sequence is just, I don't, I, that. It's insane. really was the first time in a while in a movie where I was on the edge of my seat, I think. It's that entire, from when he, that last heist, when he kills Jamie Foxx, the foot chase is really fucking like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, left and right. Uh, and there's a part where Baby... He runs through a mall and he gets he's getting chased by all these security guards and police officers and stuff because John Hamm and, and his girlfriend and uh, they they've just been shooting at people and like they're they're trying to escape. So baby runs through this mall and he runs through the streets and stuff like that. He gets in a car finally and he drives away and he fucking rear ends one of the other uh, car in front of him and the camera whip pans and turns over and it's John Hamm and, the, and his girlfriend they're like oh are you fucking kidding me I I that I was like oh my god like it's so it's so like everything's boom and then just like they spread everything and then they just bring it right back together it's yeah. oh my god yeah, well, what what else you got? Because I I got I know there's like one more early on. Yeah, that there was like I mean that was where the, the oh shit moment started pretty much when that when Jamie Foxx gets killed because then it's just like boom 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 dominoes boom, and that was where and that's where I was like oh this is the final chase like this is it and then it just keeps, keeps going. going yeah <laughs> it's just like, yeah because uh, John Hamm's girlfriend gets or wife I don't really know uh, they're full you never really, you never yeah. get everyone's real true backstory you and everybody has code names and like you learn everyone's actual name as it goes on there's an amazing uh, th- uh jamie fox's character's name is bats and um there's he has a line where it's just like i'm gonna mess it up a little bit where it's something like uh you don't need four let all you need is four letters to spell my name or something like that or they only need four letters to get your name right, Bats. And he's just like, well, it doesn't even matter. My name's not Bats. It's like, yeah, it doesn't or whatever. I'm fucking this up. Either way, it's, it's like, whatever, Leon. And it's it's really, it's a really good, smart moment. Oh, yeah, Spacey Kevin says, Spacey it. says yeah, it. I right. fucked that up completely. Um, it's a really good moment. But, uh, yeah, so John Hamm and his girlfriend, they... He calls him out on being like Wall Street, and he, she was like a stripper or yeah. something. And like he he he's like doing like one of those classic like I know your backstory, like got your I see through your bullshit. And they get kind of defensive, so you could kind you of feel like he's right. Got the, I kind of got the sense that he's kind yeah. of right in a weird but way. But you also get the sense I think as it continues. So after the foot chase and when they crash. Um, John Hamm and his girlfriend start shooting at the cops, and the girlfriend gets killed. And it's been established at this point that those two are so not only in love with each other, but in lust with each other, where they're just always just on each other. They're just always basically like... Yeah, they're just always two making Two steps out. away from fucking, and just like... But like they really love, and they've clearly been through a lot of shit, and they do what they do for each other together. And she gets killed... And he's just like, this is your fault, baby. Uh, and he immediately starts turning on him. And before then, John Hamm's been 
basically a nice guy to baby. He like they've kind of you know he's like, hey, what are you listening to? And I think he's one of. So there's three moments I think I don't know why I made a mental note of this where he shares his earbuds with people. First one's Deborah. Uh, they're on a date together and like they're listening to the songs. There's two songs uh, called Deborah and they're listening to one of them uh, on the date. Uh, and then John Hamm listens to uh, a Brighton Rock, which Baby says is his killer track. Like that's his like that's his fucking like that's his song when it's like when shit's gonna hit the fan and get real. This is like my it's this like turbo mode almost, um, which is weirdly used later. We'll talk about it. Um, and then Jamie Foxx at one point checks and listens that he's he's like, oh, you're listening to tequila like during the, the um, shoot right before the shootout scene starts. So like those are the three times it happens. I was like, I'm going to make a mental note of this in case of significance. And I feel like there is a little bit. Yeah, because those are the two people he directly kills. And then the girl he loves, who's, like, willing to give up her entire life for him. So maybe there's something there. I don't know. It's like a connection. There's yeah, a maybe. visual connection where yeah. they're sharing earbuds and they're, li- they're tethered together for a moment. Yeah. And, that's something, and that's something that anyone that's owned an iPod or an iPhone has that experience of. You always share an earbud yeah. every now and then. Keep like, them clean. <laughs> especially as a... I, yeah. <laughs> real hygienic. Um you got an Apple yeah. swap for that? Um, <laughs> they, uh, well, like, another thing that I connected with was just, like, starting a song over because, like, you missed the beginning or, like, it wasn't the right yeah. volume or, like, you know, just, like, you're, like, you screw it up, so you start it all over again. That's what he did, too. He's like, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Like, I started over. Which, he had, like, start the song over before they which got Which heist was that? Do you remember? I think that was the one with Flea. The Mike Myers And, mess. like, with Jamie Foxx with, like, <laughs> yeah, he said Mike yeah, these Myers. Are Mike Myers masks. No, from Halloween. These are Halloween masks. Killer. <laughs> it's <a> really <laughs> fun fact. The Halloween mask from the 1978 movie was a William Shatner Captain Kirk Ooh, mask, creepy painted white as fuck. Shatner. Yeah. Um, yeah. Classic yeah. Though, fucking <laughs> Shatner. Um, oh, man, that's all. That's all you need. You just need a <laughs> shitty mask painted white and a. Killer synth score. And then you have, <laughs> you, have <laughs> you have the most memorable movie oh, in the yeah. 70s almost. It's good. A horror movie. Um, um, <clears throat> Baby Driver. Um, the yeah, there were like those cool moments that I connected with, especially as like I would like deliver I I worked at like a bunch of delivery jobs, so like I would always like tie music up to like where I would be driving. Like, oh, this is like a three minute drive, yeah. I'll listen to this song or like, you know. So like it's it I totally like that resonated with me on a level. Obviously I'm not yeah, pulling off crazy heists, but it's wishful. Although I did I did pull a U turn <laughs> with Hocus. <laughs> I pulled a U-turn with Hocus Pocus on. Recently. A couple days ago. I was like, I texted you about it. I was like, I just did a U-turn. <laughs> <laughs> it felt really, felt really badass. Probably super lame, <laughs> actually. What's during the flute solo? Well, <laughs> 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 like, that's, that's part of the thing, I think, why this movie is so appealing. At its base level, again, it's all universal stuff. And then it's wish fulfillment. It's just like everybody's kind of had 
they give, give you the, the payoff. payoff. And it, but it's it's really wish fulfillment though, where it's just like you've all been like driving the car and like you know you put on one of those songs where it's like you're I'm a chronically late person and it's like sometimes I need a song that's gonna like kind of fucking get me in the mood to be like a Emil Hirsch behind the wheel being a fucking speed racer and and like everybody like there's certain songs that like will get me which which like will just like get me so I'm like fired up and I can like I'll be like in and out of traffic and stuff like that you know really safe but it, it's it, there is something kind of universal to it which is really cool uh hence why I lost my shit with Hocus Pocus because that was one of my songs yeah. that did that before oh, the movie and I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> it's, yeah, and, like, that's the thing. Like, there's, the movie overall is not perfect. Like, there's a lot, there's there's certain flaws and stuff like that, and it becomes real generic and kind of conventional by the end. But there's so many points of just pure joy and excitement or relatability that it's, you you go, just go see it. It's so you just, you got to see it, and it's going to be worth re-watching multiple times over because every Edgar Wright movie is. Um, it's, it's just fucking good. It's just a fucking good movie. I'm trying to think of, like, a couple other little moments. I loved in the first chase scene, um, he's in a red, uh, like, sedan. Oh, yes. I wanted to talk about this. This was my first, this was my first moment. He's in a red sedan, and he's driving down the highway, and there's a helicopter chasing him. And, like, there's no cop cars behind him in the immediate area. He's pulled enough moves to get on the highway, and it's like, but they got somebody in the sky. And there's two other red sedans driving kind of next to each other, and he drives in, in between them. So they're all in a row. And it goes under a bridge, and he put, he hits the brakes, drives behind the one of the, the one on like the left, and it like and then like he fucks up the person driving on the left. I think he goes in front of him actually, and like hits the brakes. He goes so in front, like hits the brakes, the middle, they pull and over, he goes the back lane. in, and then they're all in a line again. So he shuffles the deck, and then then they start following the other car. He yeah. goes off. And like then they get away. It's really, really cool. It's so cool. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah. And and it's it's really cool. And it's also and this this goes across the whole film. It's shot in a way where you know what just happened. Like I it knew exactly like, what just happened. Like I was like, okay. It wasn't confusing. It wasn't like wasn't close like up a, like handheld <laughs> shots. It was all like. <laughs> Yeah. Speaking of, I think <laughs> Furious Eight yeah. is coming in the mail. Yeah, today. Well, that's the same thing too. Like, <sighs> I bought that. I was like, I hate myself. <laughs> What's well, the? What's well, the other thing I loved? I sent to this about uh, the movie too with Devin. It was they ninety percent of the time he's driving yeah. like a normal car because he has to he has to blend in with traffic. Mm-hmm. Like he's driving like Nissan Altimas and stuff. He's not driving like these souped up. Like the the Subaru kind of felt souped up to me a little bit. Not like a lot where it was flashy. Like none of the cars the were purple flashy one except for that maybe that one gets. car. But it's like I think his own yeah. car a little a little yeah. bit. Yeah. They're all cool. Like I don't know, they're all different. Like there's yeah. a bunch of Yeah, they're just different cars. They're not like Well, that's the thing uh, they're just average, like they're like that's what was so cool about it. He took like an average and it car. It never and feels it like a like car commercial thing ever. It never does, and that's more than no. And like the Fast and Furious movies ultimately do, but I feel like you kind of got to know that going into it. The Transformers movies always do, and some of the Marvel movies, <laughs> every. And in Spider-Man, yeah, like the Audi, so Tony about. Stark, the, anything Tony Stark. Yeah, driving. the foot chase in Civil War turns into like an Audi commercial, I think. Um, but it's 
Yeah, yes. but it's kind of like with frustrating. Black Panther, like, this is yeah. such a cool scene. Like, I can't. It's really cool. It's a bunch of superhumans yeah. having a car chase, but they're all running. Basically, it's it's cool. Um, and it's yeah. it never feels obnoxious in that way. It's never like really selling anything to you, and it's like full of product placement. But it's a, and it's a it's a fu- okay. We gotta talk about this. It's a fucking Sony movie. Sony never knows. And it's all Apple. Well, no, his voice recorder is at least a Sony. There's like a they sneak a couple in, but Sony doesn't know what they're doing in terms of making movies and releasing movies. They really don't. Both of these are Sony movies. Sony fucking sucks. Like they most of the releases. (laughs) <laughs> they got hacked and it they got basically hacked. confirmed that they don't know what they're doing and like they're like why are we paying Adam Sandler millions of dollars and now he's getting paid millions of dollars from Netflix and probably Bud Light uh, it's a Bud Light party pack um, that's a quote from the do over if memory serves I think I blacked out watching yeah. that uh, yeah is that the is that the fifteen is that the fifteen yeah, ounce it's, bubble? Uh, it was like so specific too. For a product that doesn't exist anymore. I hope it was a prototype They're like Yeah you gotta do this Product place for this prototype We're gonna release And then they never released it Cause I have no idea What the fuck this thing is uh, No I looked it up It was like from the then 80s that's, Okay we're on a weird Tangent right now But that's Kinda weird. great Then If there's a moment Where it's like That's a very That's yeah. like a Modern dad Joke um, or That's like that's, some, that's one for the dads That's one for like The Adam Sandler yeah. However old Sandman is yeah. at this point. Remember like this thing we used to get fucked dads, up on, like back dads. in the '80s? Like I have it on my party boat. That's okay. Wow, this is a way, maybe I should give the do over <laughs> another. Maybe we should give that another shot because that's kind of a good. Ju- <laughs> that's a yeah. Maybe I should uh, Sean do over the do over. Really nailed it, buddy. The uh, but. <laughs> Oh man, okay, that's kind of funny now because it felt like a really obnoxious product placement, but that's actually. We I thought it was too. I definitely texted you about it. Yeah, we both. Well, I haven't seen any of his other ones. I didn't see the Kevin James spy movie or Sandy Wexler, but. Well, didn't see that. Ridiculous. The, yeah, sexes. the only one I watched was the Do Over, and I also have to say, preposterous product placement was Netflix, in. A Netflix movie. They like every time they show the tablet because like the tablet's like I a MacGuffin. Could, Sean, movie, I'm pretty sure I blacked right? out while watching that movie. Like I could not tell you. Yeah. So like the ta- there's like a tablet that has like a program on it that like you know whatever. It's the MacGuffin, and like every time they show the tablet, right. Netflix app is always like front and center. And I'm like, <laughs> everyone's watching this on Netflix. This Why are you? Promoting? Oh, hey, all my friends who don't have Netflix, <laughs> come on over. We're having an Adam Sandler viewing party. That's already an ad for Netflix in and of itself. Like, I uh, whatever. Sandman. I know, right? It's like. Yeah. yeah, Sandler just keep popping up as a sad middle-aged that, man in indie dramedies, and just keep doing that. Just make one for that's us. What he's been doing? For you, <laughs> that's what he's or twenty for you. I think that's the ratio yep. now. <laughs> He'll do like Rain Over Me, and then yep. like fifty Happy Gil- Happy Madison he's movies, that, and then yeah, he has that uh, Happy Madison being the movie coming company. out. I don't know what it's called off the top of my head, but he's been getting rave reviews about his per- performance. But again, he's just yes. a sad middle aged man, and he's really yeah. good at that because <laughs> um, that's yeah, <sighs> yeah. 
funny people. Uh, funny people. Funny people. I know it's a drama. If I know it's a drama, a but drama, I do not like the second drama, hour really of that movie. Um, <laughs> it's really long. I think the first hour is kind of what it, it was marketed as, where it's Adam Sandler is basically is himself, long. but he's diagnosed with cancer and he's dying and he doesn't know. Kind of, he's kind of going through all that and he's like looking at his success and he's made a bunch of stupid Sandler movies, basically his character. And then the second, and then halfway point, he's cured. Uh, but somewhere in the middle there, he had kind of reconnected with like his old love who has like a family and she's married to Eric Bana, who's still the movie kind of. Uh, and then the second hour is just him trying to break up her family and it's really fucked up. And I could not, I could not get on board. I could not get on board with it. Um, <laughs> It's, I don't know, Funny People's Weird. Yeah. Uh, what else about Baby Driver? <laughs> we should say, we should, I'm trying to, well, I'm trying to think if there's anything else specific I want to talk about. <laughs> I want to talk about John Hamm. I want to talk about John Hamm in this movie. Because I started to talk about that. Then stuff. Now we're on, yeah. <laughs> we went on a Sandler tangent, <laughs> which is worth it. Um, oh, God, do you think anyone's still <laughs> listening? <laughs> I think they probably gave up after like the first. Oh come on, Ricky! Keep listening. <laughs> Ricky's our friend that we know. He'll probably give it a listen. Uh, I was trying to think like who's Robbie Meggs? You still out there? He'll probably he'll he'll definitely make it this far. <laughs> Could probably list the ten people that hey, were Mr. mom and, and dad. Do we ever introduce ourselves? <laughs> I'm Andrew Nealis. <laughs> An hour and five minutes in. I'm Sean McDermott. <laughs> that was our cold open, dude. <laughs> we're gonna play the. <laughs> we're gonna, oh, we're gonna play the uh, lo- the intro song. Uh, now. We should just make it hocus pocus. Da, 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 da. Why not? Make it one of we the. We have to. We do have to. <laughs> Well, now it's now now it's in two hot movies, oh, RoboCop remake remember, and like, Baby Driver. I don't remember so. it in Robo, I don't, well, then again, RoboCop remake's not super memorable, and like the action's like the least memorable part of that movie. Yeah, no, I know what the scene you're talking about, it's but the I should give it another. I should. Well, I honestly want to watch that movie, and I like the RoboCop remake. It's fine, but I also love RoboCop. Yeah. Um. Uh. Baby. John Hamm. Um, so when uh, John Hamm, <laughs> uh, David, when that's not going to be our other podcast. I am adamant that we <laughs> need to Ham. do that at some point. It, it's it'd be a lot of episodes, it'd be like, but I think it'd be a really fun, yeah. dumb project to do for no fucking reason. Eat ham, and we discuss his Spons character, and ideally, Lennon's some of movies. them are like he's in one scene, <laughs> and we just we we're gonna have to like extrapolate for like an hour on how much we want, <laughs> like how good his character was, and like what do we think? <laughs> a movie, a spinoff, a Delio spinoff in three hundred. Delios, Delios <laughs> washes his eye hole. <laughs> he's Delios, right? <laughs> Oh God! Uh, anyway, when in Ham coming soon. Uh, oh, John Ham in this him. movie that's starts coming, out that's coming soon. Uh, really nice to Baby. He's like he's the one guy who kind of tries to understand him. He's like he's a kid. He's listening to music. Like everyone else is trying to like intimidate him and stuff like that. But John Ham tries to kind of engage with him. He was a very 
mentor mentee. There's like a fatherish son, father and sonish kind of relationship. But as the movie goes on, John Hamm. So John Hamm's love interest gets killed. His girlfriend gets killed, and he becomes the villain at the end. Like he loses his mind, and he wants to do nothing but kill baby, but also make him suffer first. Um, he also found out about the waitress, um, <laughs> the waitress, uh, aka uh, Nikki Putnik, maybe uh, the uh, <laughs> the waitress at the diner, uh, Deborah, and he wants to go kill her, um, and. So it kind of becomes like a John Hamm versus baby for like the last like 20 minutes. But it really is earned where he's a nice guy and he's as it kind of gets going, he gets more and more frustrated with baby. And but once he um, kills, once his girlfriend gets killed, he completely snaps. Um, uh, so like you don't see John Hamm for a while, too. And do a really good thing with that. Like after the hocus pocus chase, you don't like John Hamm is last scene in a shootout with the cops and baby just runs away and you just hear him be like, I'm going to find you, baby. And, uh, he's like freaking out at him. Did bug just landed on my head. Uh, the a bug did not just land on my head. Sorry. The, uh, so John Hamm's like freaking out and he baby goes to the diner as I've, I'm explaining this so poorly. Um, and baby goes to the driver to pick up Deborah, and the camera pans over, and John run away and just drive off into the sunset. Because they were gonna, they were gonna plan. like leave away. And John Hamm's away. sitting at the diner counter, and Deborah's already like freaking the fuck out. John Hamm has a gun, and there's a really good tense scene of her like pouring him coffee and like just trying to act normal as a couple cops come in to use the bathroom. And as the ones in the bathroom, fucking baby just sh- point blank shoots John Hamm in the chest. He doesn't kill him, but he shoots him so he's down and they run away. Uh, John Hamm then kills some cops, steals a cop car, and then is like, he's like, all right, baby, it's time for our final <laughs> battle. It's your killer track. And he puts on the Queen song. And this is kind of one of the bigger disappointments of the movie. You can never really hear um, Brighton Rock is the Queen song. Uh, you can never really hear it clearly during this whole sequence, like their final battle kind of sequence. Yeah. Um, and I feel like I get why that's the case, because there's like a line at one point said with John Hamm where it's like he's like a bull. If he see, if he sees red, he's going to like charge and he's in a cop car that's all fucked up. Um, and so like the sirens kind of stuck and the entire, every time they show him in the car, his face is all red, like half of it's red or whatever. The lighting is really cool in the car and it's kind of like sparking and like all beaten up. And the song just Brighton mm. rocks kind of all over the place as a song. I've listened to it on the soundtrack a couple times cause I wasn't super familiar with that one, that queen song. Um, but it's coming from like this, this car that's all smashed up, driven by like a psychologically broken man who's turning into some sort of monster. And th- the song just sounds real weird. And it, it, it sounds like a nightmare version of like his killer song. It's kind of, it's weird. It's kind of cool. Uh, their, their final confrontation is really satisfying too. Uh, and the way he kills him is like kind of, it's, it's almost Magruberian. Magrubian. It kind of is. <laughs> <laughs> Did I? No, I, that was a realization. At work, we've been oh, talking no, about just ruined a lot, the movie for so me forever now. Brain. Fuck you, dude. No, it, it, it is one of the <laughs> most the best un- fucking line. <laughs> <laughs> I need to re- 
I really need to rewatch MacGruber. <laughs> Sean's dying. Sean's dying on FaceTime. <laughs> MacGruber don't play like homie. We don't play like that. I love MacGruber. Oh man. Have you seen it yet? I, uh, speaking of the Lonely Island, I just it is, watched. It's uh, good. I feel like star. multiple viewings will make it better. I didn't no, like it love so it, but it, it I was so like, good. "This is fucking good." It's. Uh, oh yeah. Oh, I'm sure. I already watched it twice. It's 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 funnier the second time, um, and. And mm. This is kind of, I guess, I'm I'm kind of done with my thoughts on Baby Driver. Yeah. I love it. I'm it not great. sure where. Um, I do think it's like probably 10, 15 minutes too long, but, um, but it, but it, yeah, but I'm really but not like, sure. That's where the thing. Every scene is important, and every scene but, like well, just has a payoff, on, well, pretty much. Speaking on the finishing up the John Hamm thought, I thought you were going to talk about the death a little bit more. But he like his car flies falls off like a parking garage and is like on fire, and then John Hamm is like shot in like the knees or something like that. But before he takes it, he's like, I'm going to take away what you love. And you think he's going to kill Deborah, but he shoots two bullets right next to both of his ears. Um, and so his ears are ringing and he can't really hear for like an hour or a day. He seems to get better where at first it's like, oh, it's like an oh shit moment where I'm like, that's clever. But then it seems like he recovers pretty quickly. It's like, oh, OK. I thought that he wasn't mm. going to make it out with his hearing. But um yeah. The, but then John Hamm gets shot like the knees and falls like 10 stories onto a flaming mm-hmm. car that explodes like when he lands on it. Uh, it's kind of crazy. It's really good. It's it's cool, though. Um, it, just to make sure. So just well, because like he kept yeah, coming back. Yeah, too, so they he, had he to really, be like yeah, kind he kept of coming back and he like was, was, like, he was right, so blinded by rage. Like, that he was he's just definitely going dead. To, he was like, I, I'm going to do yeah. it. Like he fucking snaps. Uh but also, like, he kind of feels like he's <laughs> what Baby and Deborah yeah. would have become if they stayed on the run. They just really love each other. Crime is the only thing that they know. Yeah. And if they stay, if they just go on the run and they just keep running, they're going to end up going back to that. Exactly. And the end of the Having movie to, saves Baby yeah, from that happening. Where he go, he gets arrested, he goes to jail, and it's like five years, you might get parole. And it's like sentenced to like 20, 25 or something like that. Um, but like everybody speaks highly of him. Like there's like the woman who he steals the car from. Everyone else, uh, uh, the, the post office woman and like his deaf uh, foster father, they all say nice things about him. And you learn his name is Miles because he can drive. And he's also fucking Sonic's pal, apparently. Sonic the Hedgehog's pal. Uh, <laughs> he, um, so at the end, though, it, it's, it, I did like that the movie kind of saves him <laughs> from that. And it, they do like a dream sequence kind of thing where he walks out of the prison and Deborah's there looking fine with like an old school like convertible. And there's like a, yeah, it's super 50s-ish. It's, 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 it's very pleasant. Oh, yeah. so good. Um it's really good. Toby. Pleasantville. Uh, that's almost... Oh, we're about to. I, I just finished my thoughts again. I don't know. I like that they saved Baby. There's a lot <laughs> Rolling to like. Rolling it into Spider-Man. It is Spider 10 or 15 minutes too long, and I, but I really don't know where you cut it. I don't know. Yeah. I'm glad that he got a... Without the substance. No, you don't. Yeah, it's really masterfully it, it done. It would be all, all practical. Like Edgar Wright was like attached to a car going yeah. 60 miles per hour, like doing all this crazy yeah. stuff, directing everybody. I saw the, there's a picture yeah. somebody showed me at work where it's the car that they used. 
and uh, however you say baby's name, the actor's name, he learned how to do a lot of the stunts himself. Ansel Igor, and he uh, Ansel Igor. Igor uh, he he learned Ansel how to do a lot Igor. of them, but like for some of them, it's yeah. literally the steering wheels on top of the car, and there's a driver <laughs> doing all the stunts, but like on top of it while they're all acting in like the main part. It's kind of it's crazy. Yeah, it's really cool. And again, there's no greens. There's no like they're all in the car together and like, that's getting cool. a close up or whatever that's while cool. they're doing all these crazy stunts, and it's a green screen behind them. It's everything's practical. It's fucking great. They don't make them like this anymore. Go see it. We we liked it. It's going to be more rewarding on multiple views. Yeah. Every Edgar Wright movie is. Like, I, I, I'm going to just try and yeah. place it right now. I'm going to try and yeah. rank the Edgar Wright movies. He's do great. you want to try and do the same? I feel like I'm... Yeah. Um, I'm I haven't try. seen any of his other movies <laughs> even in, like, though I'm in the same time, headspace as I you probably couldn't even give a good uh, ranking. Um, number one, I want to say, is The World's End. I really yeah. love The World's End. It's, I, it's like, maybe the best part three to a trilogy ever, including Toy Story 3, Sean, and that's a really good part three. I don't think it's the... What do you say? <laughs> Despicable Me 3? <laughs> Include, including... Including... D three is no, what? That's say, not even uh, a good joke. That, that holds. That was, argument holds uh, no water whatsoever. They go from winning the junior <laughs> Olympics or some shit to being the. It's a JV varsity game. Fuck that. I just remember there's a part where they like freeze everyone's clothes and like the the, the JV squad of like the leader <laughs> of the varsity teams. Like, yeah. we're gonna get these ducks, and he like smashes it or something. It's <laughs> the one thing I remember from D three. Smashes. Oh my it. god, that and like Julie the cat and Goldberg. Do they do they do they ever hook up? That ever happen? When also are they gonna do the legacy sequel of I don't know D four the I Mighty Ducks it. Return. And everyone's gonna be older. And you're gonna be like, yeah. Like I would watch the shit out of that. Emilio, like where the hell it? Where has Emilio, Emilio West has been? Is he okay? Emilio's back. Can you look Pretty that up <laughs> while I try and rank the Edgar Wright movies? Uh, I'm gonna. Okay, I'm gonna say. I don't know. World's End. I think is number yeah. one. Then I kind of want to. Yeah, I feel like Hot Fuzz. What, uh, I haven't seen in a while, Emilio's but I know for a fact that movie gets exponentially better every rewatch. Um, Because it's just the one rewatch, actually. I was trying to do the the bit. Uh, Probably Scott Pilgrim. Then I want to say Baby Driver. And I feel like Shaun of the Dead is probably my least favorite one at this point, which feels wrong to say. I don't know. I don't know, Shaun. (laughs) Really? Was was he in the movie 2012? Um. He hasn't done anything since 2012. And it was a, it was a oh, TV movie, uh, Abominable Christmas. It was a voice. He does a lot of voice work now. That's pretty or good. Did, did some voice. He did some voice. He's some in his, one episode of Two and a Half Men. Does he have any? Uh, the West. Uh, wow. The only, the last significant role I think he did was probably D3. Hmm. In 1996, he hasn't. I mean, like he's been in Anything stuff, his but like nothing brother. I've even heard of. It's kind of weird. Besides, like he did an episode of The West Wing. Hmm. Uh, All right, so um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, 
keeping Jesus. it in the family. Emilio! Uh, wanna Loaded move on weapon. to our next movie, which I feel like we're gonna talk about more. It's a little <coughs> fresher. Should, let's do it as separate episodes. So we're gonna end the episode on Emilio. You're great. We want you to see you in more things. Uh, Baby Driver is great. Emilio, come back. Baby Driver's real good. 